Hello, welcome back. You are listening to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host. We will get into all of that over in the intro. I have been hearing a lot from people who are sort of burnt out. They're feeling a little bit bored in their business and they're struggling with um, some personal things that are um, having them to revert back to some brokenness and some challenges that they haven't quite resolved. And so today I really wanted to talk about briefly on the podcast, I wanted to talk about how do you leverage your personal brand to overcome these three things, boredom, burnout, and feelings of brokenness. So if that sounds like something that you want to learn more about, please keep listening. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. All right, I'm just going to dig right in because I have five ways that you can overcome boredom, burnout, and feelings of brokenness, leveraging your personal brand. And I know that you probably have never even thought of these things before as being parts of putting action to who you are, which is what I sort of refer to as personal branding. A lot of people are looking at it as the person that like, you know, the speaker, like I'm using myself as my personal brand. I am who I'm selling. And though that is true, that is the noun of the verb because you're saying that you personally are the thing. You are the personal brand. And what I'm telling you is when we're speaking, putting, when we're putting ING behind the words personal brand, what we're saying is we're putting action to it. We are giving who we are activity. We're giving ourselves instruction as to how we are going to use ourselves across various platforms. Um, if you've not listened to, um, if you've not joined my BU Boss Squad, then you should certainly check it out because in there we are talking about what it actually means to develop a personal brand and how to use it because it's not enough just to develop one. So today I want to talk about how in your personal life or whatever struggles you might be going through in your business that are causing you to feel bored or to feel like you are just burnt out or to feel like you've allowed some of your personal things to seep in and now you're feeling a little bit broken and disjointed and you're not quite sure which direction to take. I promise you, you can leverage your personal brand, who you are, you can leverage it those unique things about yourself to help you do better in these areas. And so the first way that I think that you can kind of overcome these three things is to stay motivated. Now, you can go to psychiatrists and psychologists and you can read all the blogs and all the you know therapists can tell you what you need to do to stay motivated. But ultimately what it comes down to is knowing yourself enough to know what it is that is going to elevate you to those feelings of like, let's just get it going. Let's just keep this, keep this train on the track. Okay. So really that comes from within. Now, how do you get to that point though? How can you, how can you continue to feel good about what it is you're doing? Well, the first thing I'll say is to set some short term milestones. If you're that person that gets bored easily, 
you'll feel burnout easily. A lot of that is because you are looking so far ahead, like you've got the big picture. I've been guilty of that. I am a big picture girl. I look at what is going to be when all of the things, the little steps in between are finally done. And so when I'm working towards that, sometimes I myself feel a little burnout and I feel like, oh my God, am I ever going to get there, right? But if you set little, small, short-term milestones, then when you achieve those, you feel like you've accomplished something. And that continues to um, motivate you to move on to the next milestone. So the next thing you can do is create rewards for actually meeting those milestones. So what is it that you want for yourself? It doesn't have to be expensive. One of my short-term um, milestones is to have a certain amount of water um, so that I can have that Diet Coke at lunch. Now, as I am listening, as I am recording this podcast right now, I have not had enough water and my tummy is grumbling because it is time for lunch. But that's a short-term milestone. I know that if I've had X amount of water, then at my lunchtime, I can have that Diet Coke. You know, or if I've done really well with my eating plans throughout the day, maybe my reward would be the birthday cake that I know I'm going to have because it's my daughter's birthday weekend or something along those lines. So the first thing is staying motivated is to set some short-term goals. The second, like underneath that sort of thread is to create some rewards for when you actually meet those goals. The other thing you can do is um, um, to help you stay motivated is to do a little calendar blocking. Well, what can that look like? Okay, so I've talked about this before and I'll put a link to um, one of my videos that I talked about this on in the show notes, but if you create some calendar blocks in your schedule, then when it comes time for you to set doctor's appointments or have school meetings or um, like take a short um, lunch time with your friend or something along those lines, what you can do is have that already calendar blocked in your calendar. For me, I know whenever anyone asks me about an appointment, a meeting or anything along those lines, I know that my Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be the better days for that because I've calendar blocked. And I actually have gone as far as to put certain times of the day within that Tuesday or that Thursday that work best for me to calendar block, which is typically in the morning between a nine and a noon, I know, or a nine and a one, I know if I need a doctor's appointment, if someone wants to have lunch, if I need to set a meeting with someone, those are the time frames and those are the days that will work best for me. I don't have to look at my calendar except to see if I have someone else scheduled for that day, but I know automatically that those are going to be the best two days for me. Same thing with my podcast interviews. When I send out podcast interview solicitations or I am confirming um, podcast interviews, I always say Wednesdays are the days that I record my podcast. I have three set times that I will do an interview for my podcast, but those dates and times are calendar blocked. They're set aside in my calendar. I use Google Calendar. They're color, co color coded and everything. So I know that on Wednesdays between X time and X time, there is potentially a podcast interview in there. If there's not a podcast interview in there, guess what? My solo podcasts will be recorded during those times. So there's that. Okay, so let's see. Also, you can set up your workout times and your boo slash self-care times when you do your calendar blocking. And these are all things that are going to help keep you energized and excited just, just about being here. 
you know, and there's things that you can look forward to. And that is going to help you stay motivated when you're calendar blocking. If you set out time for your appointments and your personal meetings, things that things like that. And then you also set up time for your workouts every day, this time frame between this time and this time. Um, and then also you set up times for your um, boo time is what I call the time my husband and I spend watching TV in the afternoon when it's relaxing time or self-care time, which is my Thursday and my Saturdays where I have my bath night where I drop myself a bath. I put my candles up. I've got a television in my bathroom. We went through all that. If you want to see that, it's over on my YouTube channel. I talked about that last week. So if you really want to stay motivated, it's really about understanding what you need to stay energized and to stay excited about just living and just being able to do whatever it is you're trying to stay motivated to do. And so creating those short-term goals, short-term milestones, creating the reward system for those milestones, doing things like calendar blocking to set those certain things apart that make you feel good about yourself and your life, like um, appointments, personal appointments, workouts, and self-care time are all going to feed into you being excited about getting up in the morning and getting things done. All right, number two, to um, overcome the boredom, burnout, and feelings of brokenness is to find information find inspiration in things. So something as simple as creating a Pinterest board of the types of shoes you love or the hairstyles you love or the vacations you want to take or the type of car you want to drive or, you know, the, the, the decor for your home that you want to have or the home that you want to have. Those are the things that you can always like flip through on your phone and just be inspired. Just be back in your creative space. Be back in the mindset that's going to make you feel good about doing whatever it is you're doing. It's going to inspire or trigger content, potentially, if you're looking at what other businesses are doing in your space. The other thing you can do I love for inspiration is just like just decorating my office area and making it a place where I really enjoy being. Right now, I have several. My husband will talk about me because I have you know, a desk beside my bed. And now I'm sitting as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my lounge chair in my bedroom with a like a TV tray and my laptop on top. And then I actually have an office upstairs that is just so far removed from everyone. And right now with everyone home during COVID, I'm just downstairs and staying, you know, in the mix. But I love decorating my space and feeling good about being in there. Also, I love reading about ways that I can grow my business. That also inspires me. I am a DIYer in my business. Um, I've recently um, learned last year, I think I told you that I developed the understanding of meeting a CEO mindset, hence the, hence the name, the name change of our podcast. But I realized that a CE mindset is about consistently evolving and being open to failing forward. And when you do that, the best way to understand what failing forward looks like or the best way to understand how to evolve consistently or evolve in the right direction is to continue reading and learning about ways that you can grow your business. So that's another way that you can stay inspired. Something else that you can do is just get coaching or mentoring. Um, I've talked about this before where, you know, early in my business, I, I couldn't afford the training programs and the and the, and the mastermind programs and 
And, and so I DIY'd a lot, but that means I read a lot. I did a lot of research. I did a lot of testing and trying and all those things. That's how I'm able to provide so many services and provide you with so much information in my podcast because I just really did the work. So you don't have to do it quite as much if you take advantage of these mentors, people like me, coaches who are offering these courses and programs and memberships and masterminds that will help you skip some of that hard work and gain the benefit of the hard work of those who, who've done it for 10 years or more. So if you want to stay inspired, it's a good idea to latch on to someone who's been there and done that. Or this next thing is to get around like-minded people. So that would include like my BU Boss Squad, the membership where we've got like-minded women who are really working hard to grow their business, but they're doing it through community. They don't have to do it alone. You don't have to be alone. Sometimes we're not inspired or motivated because we feel like we're on an island and we have no idea what we're doing. We have absolutely no idea which direction to take. And so we feel defeated and we just give up. Well, guess what? If you get around like-minded people, if you if you start um, like really looking at how you can utilize people who are trying to do the same thing you are doing and feed off of them, you'd be surprised how inspired you could be. Think about it. If you are in a group of women who are also trying to grow, a lot of those women may have already been in a space where it, that you're in and they've they've sur they've surpassed it. They've 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 tackled it and they've won and they can provide you with some insight that might help you to do the same. You might have information that someone else needs. So when you get around like-minded people, it's inspiring because you become a part of a ladder where there are people that you're reaching down and pulling up, but you also have people who are reaching down and pulling you up as well. So that helps you to stay inspired. All right, the next thing, number three, that's gonna help you overcome boredom, burnout, and feelings of brokenness is to have goals with supporting plans. Now, I know you've heard me say um, a goal without a plan is just a wish. You don't want to just be wishing. You want to have goals and then you want to set plans up that are going to help you achieve your goal. Yes, you want to have an end game. You want to have that big picture thing like we talked about earlier. But there's also very important need for you to get down in the weeds and understand each step that is going to take you to achieve the overall end game that you're looking for. So you want to create a plan to achieve that goal, but one that you can maintain. That is the thing. That is the key. You have to be consistent. Yes, you're going to be testing back and forth so that you can, you know, get some of these steps towards your end game right. But you have to be consistent in that. So you can't like test it and then like, oh, well, continue to let it fail. You've got to fail fast. Remember, the CEO mindset is to fail fast and fail forward. And you want to find these things that are going to be easy for you to do and maintain um, once you've determined that that is going to be the best thing for your business. Now, the, the next thing that you're going to do, let me just count them here. I've got... One, two, three, four, five. Okay, all right. All right, so that was number four is to have goals and supporting plans. Remember that your overall end game is where you're headed, but you need to create those steps in between that get you to that end goal. And you want those steps to be um, 
simple to maintain because that's why it's important for you to come from this from a position of personal branding. That's how you're leveraging it. You see, you're getting close to what you you're learning about what you need to be successful, what you need to stay the course so that you can set yourself up for those things. And we'll talk about that here in just a second when we get to the mindset, which is the next one, number four. Um, but uh, number three, with the have uh, goals with supporting plans, that maintaining it is where that leveraging comes from because you got to know what you need to maintain that and be consistent. Now, number four is to change your mindset. We talked about this. That's the whole reason that I changed the name of the podcast to the CEO mindset because in 2020, I realized two things. One, done is better than perfect. And two, you have got to fail fast. I added the fail forward part, but you've got to fail fast and you've got to fail forward. But in order to really get that, your mind has to change because nobody really wants to fail. And and sometimes we fail so often that we feel like we're just a failure. That's not true. When we fail fast, that gets us that much closer to the success. I know you've heard in sales, if you've ever done direct sales or anything like that, they've said a hundred no's gets you to that first yes. So the no's, were, they were applauded because it was like, oh, yes, no number 56. Oh, yes, no number 82. And the closer you got to your 100 no's and the faster you got to those 100 no's, the quicker you got to your yes. So that's why back in the day, cold calling was a big deal. And that's why it was a big deal to have a list of people that you could call and always be gathering names. Because the, the more names you have, the faster you can go through them, get to that yes. So you have to understand the, the reasons that your mind needs to change. You have to not be afraid of the done is better than perfect and the failing fast. All right. So when you change your mindset, you have to do something different to get the different results. That means you need to identify your triggers. Again, leveraging your personal brand. Why are you struggling in these areas? What is it that keeps bringing you back to the same point? Why are you not able to move forward and get past these things? understanding your triggers will definitely help you do something different to get a different result. Because once you know what it is that's holding you back, you can avoid that thing. You can overcome that thing or whatever you need to do to get you past that thing. But now you've identified it. So you can't use it as an excuse anymore. You have to adjust, you have to pivot and you have to move forward so that you can achieve your goals. All right. Next thing you want to create circumstances for optimal success. When you change your mindset and you're leveraging your personal brand, you understand your likes, dislikes, and non-negotiables. When you understand these things, now you can set yourself up for the, the highest level of success possible for you because you know what you need to be successful. I've told you time and time again about my time at the Gaylord and how I set up the room and how they came back to me and said they'd never had someone to set it up this way or command the talent room that way. And I went on to style for them multiple times because they liked the way that I did things. Well, I didn't do those things at first because I had been trained in doing them or because someone gave me a rule book. The way I operated that room the first time was what I needed to ensure that I had done my best because it was the first time I had done it. I didn't want to fail. So I was like, okay, what do I need? What I, I gathered all the stuff that I needed, names, I got sizes, I pulled so many clothes. I just did everything that I could possibly do to ensure what I was doing was going to be my best job. Now, after that, 
if they didn't want me back, if it wasn't what they wanted, I would be secure in knowing and confident in knowing that I had set myself up to do the absolute best job that I knew how to do. So setting yourself up for circumstances for optimal success is just another way to keep you from being bored, feeling like you're burnout or having feelings of brokenness because you are leveraging who you are. You're now operating in your own authentic space and you're not trying to do it someone else's way. All right, then the other thing under changing your mindset is really knowing how to manage the volume of your personality. Well, what does that mean? We can't change anyone else, guys. We cannot make anybody come around to our way of thinking. But what we can do is manage how we respond to people and how we react to situations. And that is where you need to leverage your personal brand. Just because something is not going your way does not give you a right to throw a temper tantrum. In leadership, when you're looking at leadership, you have to learn to take a breath if you need one. You need to learn to express that maybe something that was said or done caused you a little bit of frustration, but and you need a moment to gather yourself so that you can continue on with the productive conversation. Sometimes you need to pair it back what someone is saying to you so that you're making sure that you're clear on what they're saying before you overreact, right? So these are ways that you can manage the volume of your personality, control you, understanding your personality type, your archetype, which we are talking about on my YouTube channel over Andrea Patrick Official. So make sure you go check that out this weekend. Um, that video will be live on Saturday. And we're going to talk about various archetypes and how to determine what yours is and how to work with others. So make sure that you check that out. So the last point that I want to make, um, the, the last thing you can do or tip I can give you to overcome boredom, burnout, and feelings of brokenness is just really to practice self-care. All right, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but knowing what you need to feel safe, what you need to feel affirmed, and what you need to feel validated is what you should do for self-care. It's how you should teach people how to treat you so that they can manage their expectations around you. It's the way you manage yourself so that you can make sure that you're managing your own expectations. So when you're doing self-care, it's all that is all a part of it. Making sure that you are feeling safe, affirmed, and validated in these various situations. And then you also want to really overcome this feeling of selfishness because I know a lot of people feel like you know, if you're taking time for yourself, if you are fighting for yourself, if you are teaching people how to treat you, if you are setting yourself up for circumstances for optimal success and that excludes people or it excludes situations, or if you are managing the volume of your personality and not giving people the reactions they expect from you or the reactions they wanted from you, that is a problem for them. It is not a problem for you. It is okay to be selfish in this way so that you can stay um, in your lane, stay motivated, stay like, stay feeling confident and assured and stay in your authentic space. All right, guys, there is so much that we can dive into with this, but if you're interested in learning how to leverage your personal brand across a variety of platforms in life, 
or in business or in your professional life, make sure that you grab my BU guide. I'm sharing with you three steps for how you can leverage your personal brand. It's absolutely free and it will be down in the show notes. So make sure you grab that because I want to continue to uh, make sure that you're able to do that um, on your own. So thank you again for listening to this week's podcast. If you've not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please make sure you do that. It's over at Andrea Patrick Official. And then be sure that you are following me on Instagram because I am posting in my stories often now. I'm doing much better with that. Um, And leave comments because between my podcast, my YouTube channel, I will be starting in April doing drawings every now and again. You'll never know when. It'll just pop up, but I will be drawing names from people who have commented um, and uh, on my podcast or my YouTube channel. So um, one or the other, you can double dip, I suppose. I don't know. I'll put your name in there. But um, if you comment on my podcast and my YouTube channel, your name will go in a hat and we'll draw one and you'll get a special treat from me. All right, that does it for this week's podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to the CEO Mindset, where we are consistently evolving and staying open to failing forward. Come back next week. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.